innovative revenue tools, outstanding improvements. We have a surprise guest, as good as always. All that and more on Queen City Improvement Bureau. This week's meeting is now in session. Hello. Sorry, the board was a little glitchy there, so I couldn't hear you for a couple of minutes, and I missed part of your intro. But that's that's okay. I don't think yeah. I said anything that you wouldn't expect me to say. Oh, good. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you, you, we are going from bureaucracy's, bureaucracy's basement to people's ears, though? We, As always. Oh, good. Yeah, no, we're, yeah we're, we're not going to any other part of them but their ears. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. That would, uh, that would freak me out. <laughs> Let's, uh, why don't we uh, take attendance? Oh, sure. So let's see. Uh, so we have, uh, do we have Dean Help Q? Dean Help Q. I do not see Dean Help Q here. No? Um, and he's pretty distinctive. Dean. He is. Yeah. 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 He was, uh, I believe he was like a uh, summer counselor. He's like the most, most famous like camp counselor. Mm -hmm. Dean Help Q. Yeah. His career didn't end in scandal and therefore he's famous exactly yes yeah, you you know it and he his, his shorts were the shiniest yeah, they, they were the short they were like the shiniest shorts of all yeah and, and he ran and he ran around in the parks yes so uh but he's not here he's not yeah no you would know him by the glow off his shorts <laughs> that's true yeah, um, you, can read, you could read off them actually that's, you could fry an egg on those shorts <laughs> hot days <laughs> uh you know, actually, and you know why he's not here? I'm why? just now I look at his name and I'm realizing um, I, I mixed up the letters in his name. It should read Paul Deschen. That is me. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Paul Deschen is here. Paul Deschen is here. And okay. And we have, uh, do we have Nadir Mangawa? Nadir Mangala? Mangawa? Mangawa. Nadir Mangawa. No, I would. Yeah. No. You've heard of Mata Hari, right? I have. Yeah, Nadir Mangawa was her less successful sister. Oh. Yes. Oh. What did she do? Uh, uh, was she also a singer and propagandist, or did she have another career that just didn't work out for her? Like, no, it was the same thing, but she was right. overshadowed by her by her more successful oh, sister, Mata that's Hari. That's sad. So she was like the um, she was like the William Baldwin of the uh, Mangawa family. That's that's precisely it. Right. So. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I think she's dead, so I'm surprised that she's on our list for tonight for oh. meeting attendees. I'm going to suggest you uh, scramble some letters and see what happens. Um, that's really weird, but I'll try. Okay. Uh, carry the A, and we go over it. You know what? What did you do? I think when you rearrange the letters, it spells Aiden Morgan. And which is you. Excellent. So, so we're we all can, here. Yeah, so the attendance is... Uh, Done. Perfect. We, ha we don't have quorum, but we can carry on with the we, meeting. We will carry on. Yeah. So I should warn you that um, I'm extremely tired. I have not been sleeping. And I blame your damn shark. I am so sorry. That thing, those dead, soulless eyes, I go to my bed, and that's all I can think about. And... It's it's the the, the nightmares you know, that I, it brings. I still maintain that actually, like breeding a super intelligent mutant shark in the basement here, is yeah. was it was a great idea. One of the best use of about like you know one point five million of city funds ever. Right. Yeah. Though, like I, I'm impressed that you were able to get the shark to eat so much of the spice. Yes. So that his eyes would turn blue, and then he would get the visions. I know. So I think I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what solutions that shark comes up with. Me too. Yes. This is not going to come back to like haunt us at all in future episodes. Say like next week? No, probably not. Okay. Maybe we'll see. I hope not, because I'm sure. Um, anyways, uh, what do we have on the agenda? Well, first we for tonight. Uh, for tonight, our first thing we have uh, an interview with an improvement vector candidate. Oh, uh, many people in the Queen City know him, former mayoral candidate, uh, Calton and Man About Town. Oh, Chad, man, what? man, myth and legend. Man, myth and legend. <laughs> Chad Novak. Hello, Chad. Hello. How are you? Very good. Yeah, thank you for finding your way down into our sub-basement. You know, it's quite uh, quite light up here, or down here for the dungeon. 
Yeah, well, it's all. Should we I have, be careful of the stalactites, though, and everything? Mm-hmm. You should. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. It's, it's mostly because they drip and they get kind of, yeah. like, the floor gets slippery. Yeah. But you know, I kind of thrive on that stuff, so. Good. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, where it's slippery is where you live. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and just don't get too close to anything that's giving off light because it might be radioactive. Oh, no. But does that give me superpowers, though? Well, Maybe. you'll find out. Well, let's see. I yeah. think that might be good for me. Yeah, no, we ordered a bunch of radium about a year ago, and uh, we, we spilled had, it and just, uh, yeah. We had big plans for that radium. I know. Yeah. <laughs> there was some, like, we had, I think we had on the idea of, like, glow-in-the-dark watches for every citizen yeah. in the city. Yeah, so, so they would be more timely. Yeah, precisely, and everything yeah. would run more efficiently. Yeah, punctual city, they'd call us. Exactly. The capital of punctualness. <laughs> and not dog bites. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so you're a candidate uh, for improvement vector status, and so there's a, there's a bit of a quiz. Yes. We start off uh, often with a true-false quiz, and then we segue into a general interview, and, uh, and then at the end we, just, we decide whether you are indeed a worthy candidate. Sounds good. I always loved quizzes then, in school. And cool. then if you do become an, uh, an improvement vector, then we'll, we'll immediately go to Twitter and see what they're saying about it. <laughs> what are you guys doing out there? Why would you put him out there? Anyway. Nonetheless. Okay. Uh, so I'll briefly explain the rules of the true-false quiz. Uh, I, will actually, I will ask you a question, and you will answer true or false. Okay. That's... Seems pretty simple. I don't know. That's kind of complex. You'd be yeah. surprised yeah. how you many people. Can you repeat people? that again? Or, yeah. uh, you only get to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Actually, that was the first question, and the answer is false. Oh, damn. Uh, Demonstrably. Demonstrably. <laughs> see, however, because that's correct, it's also true, therefore I get minus one point. So you're still ahead. Okay. Okay. So there we go. Question number two. Many people know that a shopping center has been proposed for the Greens on Gardner area, and it will be contain a grocery store, space for five restaurants, retail stores, and more. But what many people don't know is that the development also contains space for a proposed world's largest and first ever indoor fire golf course, which is like a regular golf course except for the fire. True or false? That would be true. You know why? Because I'm the one that proposed that. That is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also true. Question number three. It is commonly believed that the section uh, that on your website, novak2012.blogspot.ca, the section chat about you is a pun based on the 90s sitcom Mad About You. Others believe that it's based on the 1986 Belinda Carlisle tune of the same name, but in fact, it's based on the theme song of the Mad About You sitcom, which is also called Mad About You. All, true on all three levels. I'm sorry, it's actually false because the theme song is called Final Frontier. Oh, oh. And it's I, 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 I thought well, that one might trip you up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I mean this is this is how difficult it is to become an improvement vector. Well, you got to make sure you screen them well, so. And you, your first mistake was letting me in the office here, so. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, question four. In 1986, a young Chad Novak was woken from sleep by the sound of sirens. From his bedroom window, he saw fire engines speeding down the street towards the golf course at the edge of town, which was going up in flames, just 18 holes of fire and smoke. I bet people would pay good money to golf in that inferno, he thought to himself. He put on the seven-inch single for Mad About You by Belinda Carlisle, jotted down the words, fire golf in a Hillroy notebook, and then went back to bed. How, why, where did you get my journal from when I was <laughs> 10 years old? That's, we have many reasons. Oh, oh, man. Oh, well, that, You're like that nardwaring this. <laughs> this is absolutely true. <laughs> All right, question number five. Wikipedia claims that, with regard to Blinda Carlisle's Mad About You, <laughs> that, quote, part of the appeal of the song's chorus lies in the rapid-fire kick-drum double-stroke pattern on every bar performed using either a single or double bass pedal citation needed. The fact that someone entered that into line into Wikipedia and then someone else took the time to put citation needed 
is a strong sign that the whole world should be set on fire so we can play golf in its ashes. Absolutely. And you know what's even worse than that? Someone took the time to create a Wikipedia about me. I, wow. Yeah. That's it still to, there? It's there. Really? And it's actually quite well done. I, I, well, actually, I saw, I, to be honest, I, I saw it uh, when, I, when I Googled you earlier. Yeah. Um, but I, I sort of thought... Well, Don't Google me. You're not, allowed, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> that should have been your first warning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and when I, I, just, I just wanted to get your, your own website for yeah. that. And I saw the Wikipedia ent- article, and I thought, oh, Chad, Chad took the time to also... You know, put in a Wikipedia article, mm-hmm. but obviously somebody else, some civic-minded individual. Yeah. But I mean, I think I think you've arrived once there's a Wikipedia article. About I think you. so. I think so, and I'm honored. You know, I mean, people will take the time to do it. So, I mean, music videos, songs, Wikipedia. What's next? I think I need to my own YouTube. I do have my own YouTube channel. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm looking at your Wikipedia page right now, <laughs> and so. You, that you tried to get on Dragon's Den, they somebody yep. decided to like no to that on Wikipedia. This oh god, it no tells offense, you everything. But this is pretty tedious stuff. Tell me about it. They did some extensive research, and if you look at all of the sightings, they they did a lot of research on me. And yeah. Unfortunately, they didn't get the journal like you guys had found. Yeah. So, so, no, no, we we went th- yeah. we went that. You guys, I, I commend you for that. The QCIB digs well, deep. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, we do. We <laughs> do. Okay. So uh, next question, which I believe one, two, three, four, five, six. On July 15th, 2015, Chad Novak was overheard saying, if I could turn the city of Regina into a giant golf course and then set that golf course on fire <laughs> so we could all go out for a great afternoon of fire golf, I'd do it. True or false? <laughs> I, I despise golf. <laughs> but if it's miniature, miniature golf, yes. Ooh, true. True. Yes. It, it is true. So would miniature fire golf involve miniature fires or regular sized fires, but the f- golf would be miniature? I well, technically yes, and science has not been able to miniaturize fire yet. Oh, good point. So, but once we do that, <laughs> okay, we'll be we'll be we'll be sitting pretty. I tell you. All right. Question seven. Thirty-seven seconds into the video of Mad About You. <laughs> <laughs> Belinda Carlisle pulls out the 1954 album Mambo from Yima Suak, the Peruvian American soprano who popularized the genre of music known as exotica. I think that's a little weird, but it makes Belinda Carlisle a whole lot cooler. True. It is true. In fact, when I was watching it, I was like, is that Yima Sumac she's listening to? And it turns out it was. But it shows that she's more educated, even. Exactly. She's just got more, there's a little more depth to Belinda Carlisle than we do. Question eight. There is only one manufacturer of fire golfing equipment, (laughs) including flame-resistant Sansbelt pants and asbestos-lined golfing bags. And that company is Chad Novak Loves Fire Golf, Inc. (laughs) It it is on the side of your car. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) Hashtag. I, know that uh, I like that. I like that. That's a little long, but it'll it'll work. It, it'll yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. It, it sort of it starts taking up Twitter real estate. Exactly. Oh, and I yeah. only have so much room on my car for that kind of website on there. So, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. Question number nine. We're almost we're almost through here. Uh, Yima Sumac died in 2008 of colon cancer and was buried in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, which also contains two members of the Ramones, to wit, Dee Dee and Johnny Ramone. I hope that's true. I'm sorry. I I'm not <laughs> you, you, you are not part of this quiz, sir. I have no... I, I'll go with false. Oh, actually, it's true. Oh. Yeah. No, that's, that, I think there's that too actually, many trues by now. I figured that'd be a false thrown in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I, I wish... No, I, I just found that fact really really fascinating. So I, yeah. <laughs> uh, and question number 10. If you could improve one thing about this city, what would it be? But this is a true or false. I know. <laughs> if I could improve one thing about this city, you know what it would be? It would be the quality of life. Because I think that that is something that we all deserve a better uh, a better quality of life in our city. Not just from a tax standpoint, from cost standpoint, but from general living. We don't have a real opportunity for recreational opportunities for pe- people here. We don't focus on tourism as much as we could. We don't focus on trying to keep our water bills and our and our taxes to a minimum as much as we can. So I think... All in all, I think that's that's it. Quality of life is pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So, well, the uh, 
that, that's a really good answer, actually. Uh, and this is, a, this is a true-false quiz, though, so the answer is false. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> you get a point anyway for okay. giving like a considered, a considered and a well-thought-out answer. Uh, so that's that's our quiz, yeah. the true-false quiz portion. And I, I should mention uh, that we're we've just completed this quiz in the Queen City Improvement Bureau on ninety-one point three CJTR Regina Community Radio. And just an update: uh, hashtag Chad Novak loves fire golf is not yet trending. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I'm surprised. No. I, th- I thought I thought we'd be taking off on the social media already. Yep. Nope. I'm try. I, I, I tried to kickstart it, but it's not going anywhere just yet. <laughs> So, well, I for one look forward to like playing fire golf in my asbestos suit mm-hmm. fairly soon. Yeah, yeah. Got to make sure all the safety measures are in place. So that's yeah. true. Yeah. That is quite true. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Chad. Yes. The other thing we wanted to get you down for, apart from uh, you know, a, get those cops disc- out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the cops you have to worry about. It's the leopard. <laughs> um, the. You are a frequent uh, pers- uh, a delegate at City Council. You, you show up a lot. You have a lot of ideas uh, to share yes. with Council. Um, and we thought that, uh, you know, as part of our community outreach mandate at the Queen City Improvement Bureau, we would get you down here to speak as, you know, an authority on putting together a Council delegation. And perhaps you could help us, uh, you know, explore what it takes to make a totally boss council delegation sounds good to me so if you have like a what's your number one tip for somebody who's planning to go to city council and wants to you know like you know push their agenda on council what's your number one tip number one thing is make sure you get the appropriate attire you got to make sure you get uh, a shirt and pants that match the whole theme of the thing uh you want to make sure you try and get as much banner you never seen prices right you ever uh, seen uh-huh. those guys that, oh, yeah. right. you know the ones they get up on stage they're right. the ones that are creative with what they say on there. So flair, flair as much as you can. Right. And and the the more, more you kiss up the better. So right. if you know on Price is Right, you have a picture of uh, Drew Carey, that's going to get you guaranteed on stage. Same thing as uh, City Council. If you have so a picture bring- of Fougere, you're going to be up there at the delegation. I th- uh, I really like this idea. Yeah. I, I I thought you like submitted a brief and they like i didn't realize that when you went to council uh, mayor fougere was like picking people that he liked from the audience to come on down well if that uh, was the, the fact case, that he I kept saying come on down should have tipped me <laughs> off <laughs> uh, so but number one thing that you really have to make sure that you're doing for your delegations is you want to make sure you research your topic because okay. you know mm-hmm. you want to make sure you go there knowing what you're talking about and being honest about what you don't know, you know, because they they are very educated people and they will call you on it if uh, if there's something that you are spouting out that you know may not be totally factual, and totally accurate, they will call you out on it and then gladly they do. Uh, me, they don't try to answer questions or ask questions because they're, I don't know what the deal is there. But but I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you need to do. You need to come there informed and and try your best to get informed. Um, I think that's the best way to, to, to prepare for that kind of situation. Right. Um, I've noticed, Mr. Novak, that one of the byproducts of being well-informed is incredibly long delegations. <laughs> so taking up all of your allotted time, and then some, and those of us in the gallery have to listen to all of it. <laughs> And we don't get to go home and hug our children at night before they go to bed. Um, how do you sleep at night? <laughs> you know, you know how helps me sleep at night is because I'm there on my own time, on my own accord, and I can spend my time as I want. You're there, the media's there, the counselors are all there, being paid to be there. Right. So that's where I feel. You know what? I'm going to try maximize every dollar you can because you get paid. I'm sure by the word or whatever, you know, and they get paid by the hour. Right. No, not by the hour, but, you know, it's, maximize everything we can. It's there. been a long time since the Queen City Improvement Bureau has seen a paycheck. <laughs> well, the, I'm, I'm racking up the overtime for you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Yeah. There we must go. have so much time off in Lou coming our way. <laughs> I, believe, I believe, actually, I talked to Janice on floor six, and she said we had, quote, time in Lou until the end of time. Wow. So, so quite a bit. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to stop working so hard. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, okay, so fair enough. The you know coming informed 
Yep. Is, is a good idea. Um, what about, I've noticed that the last few times that you see uh, council actually sort of like shift position on an issue is usually when you get like a lot of people. Um, are you involved with like groups who like coordinate your uh, delegations or, um, you know, sort of like prepare together to uh, sort of pre- present a united front? Or are you a lone wolf? You've seen me there. What do you think? Here we go. I will. Actually, I, I, I think more a lone hyena. I like standing the hyena. on a hilltop. No, no, the wolf oh. in sheep's clothing. Okay. Oh. okay. But, no, I mean, you know, honestly, what I try and do is I try and be there on the lone wolf aspect simply because I understand that I am, my my public image is not necessarily someone that is going to be friendly to council and things like that. People may not want to be associated with that publicly, and I'm fine with that. What I do do behind the scenes is I help others try and get prepared as much as we can. Same as we're doing tonight. We're talking about what a, what a boss delegation requires, where I actually try and help them get informed about what they, what they need to know, how they can prepare. Um, they got to make sure that they have their delegations in by 1 p.m. on Thursday. It has to be five minutes maximum. You know, those kind of things, like the things that I take for granted that a lot of people don't know. Um, so I think those are important things. And, you know, I am perfectly fine with going out there and being the wolf out there. Um, I will often, oftentimes come there with a similar view of a group, similar to this last one with the, uh, the cathedral situation. Um, you know, there was a group of people that, you know, they, they were against the development and I've done my research and I found that it, you know, it, it makes sense that they, their proposal made sense. And the developer simply didn't want to compromise, and unfortunately, I think there was a compromise there. I even pushed it out to the end outside. I even got, I, I got attacked by one of the pro side uh, because I was trying to still work with them and, and say, we need to compromise because it, mm-hmm. it's there. Even the mayor saw it. Everybody saw it. But yeah. the developer just didn't want to do it. So, I mean, it's those things that I try and help people because of my, my knowledge and my, my research and my experience with City, City Hall now. Uh, you know, I mean, four years publicly, but behind before that, I mean, I've been in, in this for a decade now. So, wow. Yeah. Um, I guess some of those details that you mentioned, uh, those are worth like pointing out. Uh, that yeah, the Thursday before council, your delegation has to be in. Yes. Uh, do you have like a rough idea, like what's the word count on five minutes? No idea. I've okay. basically what I've done is single space. It's about a page and a quarter. Okay. Well, that's a good, that's and it a also good depends on how fast time, you speak. Yeah. I try, yeah. and that's one thing you also have to try, and you have to try and speak as fast as you can, as eloquently as you can. Right. But you have to remember that you're timed, and yeah. uh, they're pretty sticky on that. The yeah. good thing is we do have one counselor until the fall that continues to push for people to speak longer if they, and it's yeah. and that's the way it should be. I think it was, is Joe Joe taxpayer out there that isn't familiar with that that setup, if it's their first time, especially give them a little bit of leeway. You know, I think right. that's important. Yeah. And it used to be a 10-minute time limit, but it was yeah. changed with this council, or was it the last council? The two, I believe it minutes. was changed with Fiaco, and I think right. I was probably one of the main reasons. Yeah. <laughs> it was you. Yeah. It was definitely you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and people should also be, un- unless they're you, they should be prepared <laughs> to take questions. <laughs> From council, and sometimes the, sometimes the questions are hard. Like sometimes you get thrown some hard stuff. Yeah. Sometimes those questions can be really difficult, and they can be uh, they can really th- throw you off base. So don't be afraid to say no. I don't know if because rather than like I said, rather than going in there uninformed or answering the wrong thing, you're going to look like an idiot compared to just looking uninformed. And you're a taxpayer, mm-hmm. you're a resident. You shouldn't re- you shouldn't be required to come there, 100 percent informed on every topic. Yeah. That's what they're paid to do. You're not right. paid to do that. So. Yeah, and uh, you don't have to stick to the exact words of your delegation anymore. Yes, you do. I thought you could just stick to the gist. It no, uh, as far as I know, word for word. But in the past few meetings, they have been very lenient. Right. I don't know why, right. but I'm glad they are. Right. Hmm. So maybe it's maybe the attitude's changing there. Right. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. This is, this is some really good insight into uh, how stuff works at council. Thank right. you for that. Thank you. You've been, I've noticed you've had your abacus out and have been uh, doing the calculations. Yeah, I'm very, well, uh, after after that, uh, actually a really good performance on the true-false quiz uh, and the and the cogent answers on, on, you know, making a good delegation, especially the clothing answer I thought was, was apropos. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think you definitely pass and are a improvement vector candidate. Or improvement vector, not just a candidate. So we'll present you with this certificate Why? of improvement <laughs> to... Uh, to Mr. Chab Novak. Chab Novak. That's right. 
<laughs> I love it. You know, the irony in this certificate is, is just beautiful. I love it. Love it. <laughs> Suitable for framing. Yeah. And uh, if you... Oh, and by Dean Helpkew and Nadia. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. That's, that's, they're the I'm very honored. people who... Uh, I'm they, honored. They couldn't, the people who signed it could not obviously not be at the meeting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's we don't have quorum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's, it's, but that's still official. And um, if, you, if you ask for a manila envelope, we will put in a requisition. It takes, uh, I think, six to eight weeks. Oh, I'm to used to that, so okay. that's okay. Yep. Cool. Great. Yeah, well, thank you very much. Much Thank you for, yeah, having for coming in. Yeah. Oh. All right. So, next thing on the agenda is um, innovative revenue tools. That's that is, I believe, the section in which we come up with revenue tools that are innovative mm -hmm. in a bid to improve the city's bottom line. Yes, yes, I do believe that is what it is. And this, uh, we this, should write that down so we, we can remember that for I, every yeah, meeting. I, that's a great idea. I mean, I I thought Dean Helpkew would say it, but obviously yeah, he's, he's not here. He's, he seems to be non-existent. Yeah. So what can you do? Uh, and this actually, this innovative revenue tool is ripped from the headlines, almost like a law and order. Really? So, dun dun <clears throat> dun dun. Uh, and it's actually got to do with the uh, the recent issue with the odor in the Northwest. Oh. Uh, from EPCOR and Wastewater Treatment Plant. Uh, of course, City Hall and EPCOR have promised to, you know, get rid of the odor as quickly as possible and restore things to normal. But I realize that Regina is a city full of smells. Just smells that drift across the night. Right into your nostrils. I've noticed that too. Yes. So I mean, why not? And there's and there's not just one smell. There's many just weird smells. So why not make a little money off this by ha giving citizens the chance to adopt a smell? You've just blown my mind. Yeah. And my nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it your grandparents' fiftieth wedding anniversary? What better way to commemorate them, like spending their lives together, than sort of adopting a smell in their name? That is so, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's not just, you know, wastewater treatment plant smell. There's also Wascana springtime smell. Mm -hmm. There's the uh, Hotel Sask grease trap smell. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, I know, me too. Yeah. And there's just, and there's just that general sort of like range of odors and weird things that happen to your nose in yeah. the city on a regular basis. I think this is a genius innovative revenue tool. I think I we, we need to write it up, send it upstairs, and get them on this. Oh, they'll be on it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that it can be ready for next spring. Because when the thaw comes... And the smell will, comes, too. There will be so many smells to adopt. And then the smells and the, the, and the dollar bills and the memories. <laughs> That's true. All right. If this innovative revenue tool doesn't catch on, though, we have a few more that we can try out. woo -hoo. I'm Sandy Dorn from the Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District, and you're listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, Regina's Community Radio. Well, that is it for Innovative Revenue Tools this week. So very, very innovative. They were. They were wonderful. That one, I felt like they'd added extra innovation this time. An extra helping of innovation. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. I think they did. And uh, kudos to upstairs for doing that. Yeah. Sorry, I was pushing buttons. I wasn't <laughs> paying attention. Exactly. <laughs> so what's what's next on our agenda? Well, you know, um, we uh, last week we mentioned that there had been that council meeting, that marathon council meeting from mm -hmm. last Monday. No, that was that like marathon, as in A it was long, B it was actually set in marathon, or C you guys had to run around during the meeting. Because I'm not sure. See, all of the above. All of the above. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, it was, it, everybody <laughs> in togas was a... Is that why they built the track in this, inside there? That, that's yep. exactly what was That's exactly why. Yeah. 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 I was the one carrying the torch at the front. I thought that was you. Yeah. Um, I, I was the Zika virus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about now. Uh, but yeah, we said last week that we would uh, we would do our council warp up this week. And uh, so, yeah, I thought we should uh, take a look at a few of the items that were discussed uh, at that council meeting. Chad, you were there, so if you have yes. uh, anything that you want to chime in on, uh, feel free. I'm still recovering from that one. Yeah. I was, there, I was actually there past midnight. My Same. first time ever. Yeah. And I don't get paid to be there. Yeah. 
Well, I can't reiterate that enough. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm very bitter. Very, very bitter. <laughs> um, okay, so I thought we would start uh, by talking about, I think, the most controversial item on the agenda from that council meeting. I am on tender hooks. Curling in Regina. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, they call it curling, but often I see them going like those the stones going in a pretty straight line. Is this what we're going to talk about? Yes. Uh, yeah. We've got to sort this out. If it's not going to curl, why do they call it curling? I think I think that they the, the rocks actually do curl in some cases. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I guess we should <laughs> shut up then. <laughs> uh, what sorry. about fire curling? Is that something? Ooh, we can... well, it's it's a little incompatible because it's done on ice. Yeah, you can see it, it makes for what well, it makes for a nice short game. Kind of becomes like swimming the, in a way, I guess. Yeah. fire curling is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I guess if the, when I used to curl, that they called me straight shooter Duchesne. That wasn't a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. Um, Okay, well, anyways, what was going on with curling at City Council is that uh, th uh, two of the city's three curling clubs were asking for another two-year um, tax exemption oh. on their property taxes. Uh, curling is in, diff is in dire straits in Regina right now. The sport is not growing fast enough so that they can earn enough money so that they can upgrade their equipment, keep their places, their, their curling rinks in trim. And uh, they also were hit with a massive uh, property tax increase when the, um, when, uh, what do you call it, when they re reassessment. Thank reassessment. you. Yeah. See, I'm good for something. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> You're our word hoard. Um, so, yeah, so they got hit with these uh, property tax increases, and, it, you know, it really, they were already, like, you know, skating at the edge of, of financially viable, and they are no longer. So they said, you know, City Hall, can you, like, cut us some slack on our property taxes since they're what's kind of holding us back? And the cities gave them two years to get together a business plan. They have the business plan, but they need two more years of transitional um, tax exemption status so that they can uh, implement said business plan. Ah, Okay. Right. Um, the new business plan, uh, the key to it, it's quite long, and it boils down to basically you've got three clubs, maybe you should play nicer together. Oh. To the point where it's almost, why don't you just get together and just be like one big happy curling <laughs> family. Gotcha. So make one like super mega club. Kind of, yeah. The the like exact structure of curling clubs. Exactly. Yes. The Caledonia would be the head. Uh huh. And the Highland <laughs> would be the left leg, and the Tartan be the right leg, and it would stomp around. <laughs> no arms, no torso. Right. <laughs> well, you know, Voltron always taught me it takes five lines to make one man. Right. Yeah. So, what, yeah, and I think in the plan there is like, get two more clubs so that our Voltron <laughs> curler has arms. Damn it. Um, that's why they asked for Saskatoon to come down. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, you know. it. No, that is not happening. Uh, no, they want the three. They want the three clubs basically to get together. They don't have an exact structure worked out. They're like suggested diagrams. Uh, it sounds like one of the clubs, uh, their board. These are all volunteer boards. Is not as cool with this idea, just based on what the delegations were saying. My suspicion is it's Caledonia because they're the self-sufficient club, uh, for very complicated reasons. I don't know if we can go into it. Um, they basically have an income stream outside of curling, so they, oh. um, yeah. So they don't have to worry too much. Whereas Highland and Tartan are struggling. Um, but yeah, the council uh, was just seemed really happy to give them this property tax exemption. Like I can't remember. I, I think it was unanimous, wasn't it? It usually always is. No, it really isn't. <laughs> They've. I think that's. When it comes I think to tax exemptions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe Completely. tax exemptions. Yeah. yeah. But no, I've got to, like this is something we could talk about in a, in a future meeting. But mm. the the council right now, there are more split votes than I think I've ever seen in the last ten years. I'll give you that. Give but, you. but in this case, it was well, middle-aged people throwing rocks. Sign me up. Is mm -hmm. this is this the? Well, I mean, if you're from I Canada, think, that's what Canada is. It's it, curling, you know? Yeah, it's true. I mean, there is that. You know, I mean, cur I, curling mm -hmm. is I'd rather of... curl my hair, but I mean, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. <laughs> yeah. You need more hair, Chad. <laughs> Um, Chicken cherry curls. Here. <laughs> yeah, we really shouldn't be. I shouldn't be giving him. I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> right. 
Um, <laughs> Our long, lustrous locks. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes. I lost them to the, to the radium years ago. <laughs> Um, no, so they they got the they got the property tax exemption, which I was a little bit surprised. Councillor Hawkins, uh, he was adamant that like this is it, like you have to mm. you have to get. I think the, I think the word teat actually did come up, like you have to you know wean yourselves from the city. Yeah, wow. And, well, the, um, see, and the part that I, I don't think he said that, but part that I yeah. got scared about though when that statement came out from Hawkins, I think a couple, couple others did, but they're basically inferring that basically any organization that receives grants or exemptions from the city needs to find a way to self, self be self-sufficient. Yeah. And I think that's a dangerous slope, you know, down the road. I mean, there's always going to be the need for uh, government support mm-hmm. for certain organizations, mm-hmm. but... yeah. Yeah, I was surprised by how much of the um, the decision to go with the tax exemption seemed very much based on feelings, on uh, just this notion that I can't imagine Regina without curling, with a you know strong curling community in Regina, um, when you know it is it is a recreational thing. It is it's you know it's an entertainment. Although, um, <clears throat> I think one of the things about these tax exemptions is it does kind of like show the true stripes of a municipal politician in a way that a lot of other issues don't. Um, you you tend to get councillors who are like tax exemptions are something that should be used to stimulate the economy by you know giving mosaic a tax break so that we'll get a head office in town and that'll bring jobs or a call center and we'll get jobs or other people who are like recreation is one of our things that we do like mm-hmm. pools and stuff and so this is a way to support um, recreation in the city whereas other things like um, when daycares have asked for uh, tax breaks. The answer has frequently been, we don't have a program to offer you a tax exemption for that, so we won't give it to you. So it seems odd that curling gets it and other because, things because won't. Because women should just stay home and uh, raise the kids. Is this, is this what we're hearing here? Yeah, it's all a social engineering thing uh-huh. in our city council. No, I think no. one of the things that came up a couple of times is that uh, they are, there is, they're in the process of doing a review of how property tax exemptions are given out to organizations and i think a lot of those decisions that i that i referenced about daycares those happened under the previous council i think this council has shown itself to be much more soft-hearted they're yeah Mm. they're they're pushovers so there's an election coming up so i guess i'd end this on uh if you are an organization that's thinking about getting a tax exemption Go before October. Now is the time. Now is the time. Yeah. Push, who knows? Push your cabinets. Push yeah. your cabinets this fall. See yeah. where they stand. So. That's, yeah. that's good advice. But I don't know. Do you have any other ideas on how, like, curling can, like, cool? Like, I think fire curling is, <laughs> is yeah, I think that's a direction we should go. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I seem to recall you mentioning during the council meeting uh, uh, glow-in-the-dark rock and roll curling. Yeah. I yeah. think that would be that could revolutionize the sport, like, like phantom bowling, mm-hmm. or phantom curling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I may perhaps the more I think about it, the less tongue in cheek that idea seems to me. <laughs> that actually does exist, though. It does. Exist. Does it? It does. Oh, it really? does it up in up in Saskatoon a lot. Glow in the dark oh. curling. It does. Wow, it's actually quite popular in the in the curling regimes out there. So. Well, oh. you should let them know that we have yeah. loads of radium that they could <laughs> lace their ice with. I know. I can see yeah. on my feet right now. Yeah. yeah. To maybe lift your feet up. Yeah, you know, you'll want to you'll want to go to a doctor after this. <laughs> just, just just a tip. Okay. Okay, so yeah, that's it. So the um, the curling clubs have gotten a another two years. Uh, I think it works out. To, it's it's actually like it's a trivial trivial amount of money compared to the rest of the budget. Uh, the foregone t- property taxes for 2017-2018 is fifty six thousand dollars four hundred and fourteen bucks. So oh, that's rather little. It's kind of little. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably another reason why they went for it. <laughs> Um, yeah. So then the other uh, big thing that happened at the council meeting, and this one, um, this attracted a lot of attention. You you were a delegate on this. Yes. And uh, this was, th- this is an epochal change in the city <laughs> is going to be coming out of this item. Mm-hmm. The Regina Plains Museum, a.k.a. the Civic Museum of Regina, is going to be getting some <laughs> funding right. for their business plan. They are. They. We, we. We've talked about this a bit before. We have. They have a new business model, and the city is getting behind this to the tune of 
$85,500 in one-time funding to support the implementation of their business plan. Oh, that's not sure some curling cash. That's that's not right a business there. model. That's a business supermodel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to be dining out on that one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they'll also see they currently get um, their core operating uh, funding is 115 in 2016, and it'll be going up $5,000 every year until 2018, I think. If I'm reading my notes correctly. Hmm. Um, and uh, they had to fight for every five, every penny of that extra five thousand every year. Yeah, they fought tooth and nail for that. And you, I was, I was shocked. The eighty-five thousand was, yeah, we'll just do it. Five thousand, it was. Wow. It was it was like fighting Superman. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <of> Superman. <laughs> so would that have made the Pacific Museum Doomsday or Batman? I honestly, I, I'm sorry. I, and I really don't care. No. <laughs> um, not Suicide Squad, apparently, though. That's no, apparently not, not hitting the charts. Out yeah, there, nothing's so. hitting the charts yeah. for them. Um, yeah, so the new model, uh, kind of the key to that, that uh, the city was really excited about, councillors were really excited about, is their plan to, the museum's plan, and this is, this is for real, to Pokemon Goify the museum. Right. And in fact, um, Rob Daglo, the, he's the president or chair of the museum board. One or the other. Right. He actually referenced Pokemon Go yep. in his delegation that that's if hip. Pokemon Go is the way things are going, that's the direction the Civic Museum should be going. Um, it was so, a joke. He's not like actually. So we can stop around, pick up some balls, and then like throw them into the glass wheat field? Is yes. That, is that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And only, then, only virtually, though. Only yeah. oh okay yeah. this is yeah. this is suddenly less fascinating. Yeah, it's like ooh, I've got a Richardson ground squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna level it up to a gopher. Yeah, it's already biting me. Say. Yes. Uh, no, so how it would work is um, so they talk about how they want to focus the attention. This is a quote: focus attention to the stories and history of the city told through making use of artifacts from the collection via social media, and what that means in practice is that. Um, they're going to be dramatically shrinking the footprint of the Civic Museum from, what is it, 5,000 square feet down to 2,000 yep. mm -hmm. square feet. <laughs> and um, they're going Two to... Two feet, that would be quite small. I know, yeah. yes. Right, we could fit this coffee cup in there. Maybe that was, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the only piece of heritage stuff we use <laughs> here. Well, I don't recommend drinking out of that coffee. <laughs> um, so it's uh, no. So, but then what they'll do is they're going to shrink their their collection. But then they're going to take a lot of their collection. They're going to be building up partnerships with uh, organizations around town. The one that they have a partnership right now with is NICOR, who came out in mm -hmm. support of this plan. NICOR um, manages several heritage buildings, oh, and so what they're going to do is they're going to basically move the the Civic Museum. Uh, collection out into the community so that there will be pieces of the collection in some of these buildings that people could then go to see. There would be like an interpretation board. And <clears throat> so then the goal would be to like have an app where you could like load it into one of your devices. Ooh. And then you could go on a walking tour of the city and go from the, from like, you know, these places, from place to place to place while, you know, experiencing the history of the city through your device so and then yes when you get to like the heritage building you can throw your little like <laughs> heritage balls heritage ball yes at it and you can catch it and get points nice and then you'll be like i don't know just like the most civic minded heritage trainer in regina that sounds that sounds great yeah um, we did talk uh, last time about this, though, that one of the things that they're going to be doing is trying to, like, boost their donation sponsorships and memberships from 13000 in 2016 to 62500 in 2019, which is a 380%. I'm, I don't know how they're going to pull that off. Although, you know, Pokemon Go is huge, That's so maybe popular. maybe this will work for them. Maybe Maybe if they get their app and call it Pokemon Go... They can like draw off a lot of Pokemon Go people. That's a really good idea. Who, like who end up like playing this? But you have to spell it G O E, so it's not copyright. Yeah, it, precisely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good point. Or Pokemon Gone, or you know. Yeah. Yeah. This, 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 Sorry, I'm trying to pull something else, and I'm failing. That's, 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 that's quite. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I'm thinking you probably feel like you know the Civic Museum right now with this with that attendance uh, bump. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Membership bump. You know, if they could have like in-app purchases. So you could like, mm. you could like buy extra stories. So you, you think you know Lord Dudney now. <laughs> Spend a dollar ninety nine. Try to figure and out. And we'll tell you the real that's story right. behind yeah. Lord Dudney. <laughs> that's when you get the racy stuff. That's yeah, right. Like go. he was a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know that for sure. That's uh well, when, when but we'll find out. We'll find We're out. Find out. We'll find out once, yeah. once this gets going. Uh, but in, in seriousness, I hope. I really hope that works. This is, a, this yeah. is an interesting idea. Yeah. yeah. No, I do. I, I think it's a really, really good idea. Um, yeah. So what else? Uh, oh, by the way, we should also mention Queen City Improvement Bureau, ninety-one point three CJTR, Regina Community Radio. That's what we are. We are. We are the Queen City Improvement yeah. Bureau. Yes. So the other thing that happened at this monster council meeting that <laughs> Monday, was Monday, huge. Monday. <laughs> this was a big, big, big thing. And again, this is a revolutionary change that's going to make you know a huge difference in the life of a lot of people. The Saskatchewan Rough Rider Transit Service Agreement. <laughs> <laughs> this actually will change lives for some people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... If this is what I think it is, because I actually have not looked at this part of the notes, uh, <laughs> it sounds like an arrangement for public transit to rider game. Yes, but guess who's paying? The riders. You're kidding. I'm not. Wow. No, they're going to be paying. So if there's going to be ten, I guess ten games a year wow. in our new stadium. Um, and it'll be a bunch of people, because this is Regina, it'll be a whole group of people saying, ooh, public transit, that's for losers, and not taking the bus. And they have to have their right. bus pass. You know, <laughs> that's Sheldon, right. Big Bang, you know, there we go. Yeah, oh, bus exactly. pass. They yep. pay royalty for that. No. <laughs> Damn it, Novak. <laughs> um, so currently there is a there is a service that the uh, city runs for the riders, and it's a $3 mm -hmm. charge, and that covers the cost of the whole program. But, yeah, they have uh, the riders are going to be picking up the cost of this, which for each of 2017 and 18 is $165,000 to provide bus service to and from the games. And it's, it. it's going I to think, expand yeah, the service. I, I, I think this is a fantastic idea. Yeah, I think yeah. it needs. I mean, the great part of this is it's so so many things over, but it's going to reduce people being stupid and getting behind the wheel and drinking mm -hmm. after drinking. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's going to improve just simply transit ridership overall. You know, yeah. people are going to realize that you know what the transit isn't that bad after all. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I've never. You've never taken transit? <laughs> <laughs> Not since I was like a kid. Oh I am God, stuck man. to my car. I am a car man from birth, so I mean. Yeah. But that being said, I do support transit. I fully support it. I love what it does, okay. and I I like the fact that it basically it needs to get, uh, it needs to have improved service. That's yeah. one thing I've heard from a lot of people mm -hmm. is our service needs desperate uh, change. Yeah. Routes, um, maintenance, everything. Yeah. So we just need to throw yeah. more money at the at Regina Transit on it. Honestly, yeah. It hasn't I think, been done in years. Yeah. If so. we improve. Uh, improving his profile yeah. goes a long way to improving right yeah. now. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think so. I think this is definitely like a they say a win it's a win win win. Yeah. Yeah. For for people, yeah. for the city and for, yeah. for the rope riders. I don't yeah. see any downsides on that one at all. Yeah. 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 Which is very rare for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna find something <laughs> negative about something, so Yeah. It's yeah. the the ultimate challenge for, for Chad Novak. Something that you're just yeah. like, Yep, that's hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. I can't be that way. <laughs> all right. You see so that smoke was coming from my ears. No. <laughs> so that was it. That was that was the council meeting in a nutshell. Um, you can see with stuff this huge and mm -hmm. life changing going on, why the meeting would go for six and a half hours. We're not going to so, talk about another thing that was talked about. That this this is we're just. I see that. nothing in my notes about anything else. Okay then. And we know we are running out of time at this meeting, and I'd hate to <laughs> hate to wait for this to go down for right. six and a half so, hours. So I guess the other thing we're just not going to talk about anything else. <laughs> well, you know, we, there's other meetings. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. So. Um, Chad, yes, bus hating, uh, fire golf loving. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 don't you don't be taking me out of context here. Not bus. <laughs> okay. I love buses. I just right. don't like riding them. So, um, yeah, we're <laughs> there's a difference. <laughs> uh, one thing that people were asking when uh, we mentioned that we were going to be having you on the show is, uh, so what's the deal? Are you running for mayor again? <sighs> to be quite honest. Okay, well, uh, how about I rephrase? Are you okay. going to run for something? In the municipal election. This fall, 
I, you know, you've heard it here first. I will be running for something. Okay. I won't say what it is, if it's council, mayor, school board, or maybe I'll run for Pokemon Go president or whatever that is. <laughs> I don't know. But I do plan on running for something, and I'll make my announcement in September. Okay. I do have a contest on my Facebook page if people want to go to it, Chad for Regina Taxpayers. I have a contest on there right now. Like Guessing what you're going to do? And is, is, as soon as it gets to 500 likes, okay. I will make my announcement known then. So if people get, get on there, I've, I'm, I'm like 34 away from that right now. So if we get oh. Plus, I'm giving away a $50 gift card to any Regina restaurant. Just because I like I like rejoining restaurants and, and I know that other people do and it's the easiest thing for me to do. Yeah. So get on there, share it away, and uh, let's try and get my my whole thing about Regina is I want to make Regina a better place to live. You yeah. know, and they, you can't find anything negative about that. You know, I mean, and I think that uh, we all love Regina. We all love what we can do in the city. We all know that there's way there's room for improvement. Mm. So let's do something about it. Mm. All right, yeah. cool. So you heard it here first, people. Yes. Uh, Chad Novak will be doing something. <laughs> we got the scoop. <laughs> a thing is happening at some point in the future. Yep. yep. Especially if you like it. Might have to do with politics, might have to do with fire. We don't know yet. Yep. Fire golf. Fire golf. Yes. That's my thing. <laughs> okay. Um, well, before we move to the adjournment portion of this meeting... We have no bylaws that we need to pass, thankfully. Uh, we still have no entrance in the City Council Fan Fiction Challenge. Okay, I've, I've just about had it with our listeners, to be honest, with this Regina City Hall Fan Fiction Contest. People, this is your chance for fame, sort of, and fortune, not at all. Uh, but we are running the Regina City Hall Fan Fiction Contest. Uh, if, if you write... A fan piece of fan fiction featuring members of Regina City Hall, using not using their real names, of course. Uh, then you can enter a new contest and read your winning selection on the air at one of our meetings, which is a great deal. Go to uh, queencityib.com and find the rules for the fan fiction contest and also suggested character names and backstories. But you can, of course, use your own. If you want to. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we say no slash fiction, but yeah, you can do slash fiction. And if you know what slash fiction is, you know why you shouldn't be doing exactly. this. But no furry stuff. Oh, God. Yeah, no, 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 no furry fan fiction yeah. City Hall stuff. That's, that's, yeah. that's our only... Uh, Ooh, extra, extra points, though, for Firefly, cro uh, Firefly crossovers. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's, right. so I think that's uh, so. There's the city hall fan fiction contest. We look forward to your uh, creations. Yeah, and uh, just a note: people should uh, make sure to tune into our next episode because it could be a bit of a blockbuster. Could be a blockbuster special. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there will be a lot of guests for our next episode. It's it's, it's meeting true. for our next meeting. meeting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So on that note, um, I'm going to call adjournment. Okay, I second that. Oh, adjournment has passed. Okay. Meeting adjourned. You have been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Thanks to Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire, for providing our fantastic theme music. And thanks, uh, big thanks to Chad Novak for appearing on our show this week. Uh, you can find us on the web at queencityib.com. Remember that it's uh, Improvement uh, Bureau, not uh, also, you can find us on cjtr.ca slash podcasts or anytime we'll listen live if, uh, if you catch us at the right time, which is Thursday, 7 to 8, and also on Monday mornings. Uh, coming up next, we'll have Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V, followed by other shows, which Paul are... The Cockpit and Reeling in the Ears. Those ones, yes. Thanks, everybody, again. Keep on improving, Regina.